Yo, welcome again to Subs Lie, Dubs Lie, a comprehensive anime podcast. It's your boy Jay, aka Versace Vegeta. I'm here with that boy D. Yes, sir. And we are joined with a couple of very, very special guests. None other than the Lookout's own Mills and JG Okotsu. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Yo, we're here. We're it's here. It's, it was it's, amazing. This was an, a fateful encounter that I was supposed to have. <laughs> Forever. Our debut. Very, very much so, man. This team up is very, very exciting today because we are here to go over none other than Dragon Ball Super Superhero, man. The latest Dragon Ball film. We've had a chance to take a look at it here before it comes out in theaters, and we want to give you our thoughts this week because we've got lots of them. I'm I'm interested. I don't know. So we got to see this movie. Mm-hmm. Shout, out to, shout out to Crunchyroll. Y'all the best, man. Y'all are the best. Absolutely. Shout out to Crunchyroll. We put up the interview. We put up the interview with all the full interview, like the full, full interview with everybody. It's already up on the lookout. So if you haven't checked it out by yet, go back to that episode. The full ep- full interviews exactly. with Christopher Savage, Sean Chamel, Zena mm-hmm. Robinson, Alex Lee, um, Zach Aguilar, um, everybody who was kind of involved in a major role in this movie. Uh, so we definitely have that. But I'm excited to talk about this movie because we've seen it for like a week now. And mm-hmm. I've just been holding in all my thoughts <laughs> and feelings and all this other stuff. Yeah, like seriously. So, I refuse to talk about it openly, you know. Like I've I've hinted it's a, it's like hey this character is cool this guy was really awesome <laughs> that is literally all I've been willing to say because like there's a lot to go into man you know you for, for this a, process I I got to like uh, I got to text a few people like your boy back people who don't even really check in for Dragon Ball anymore and I can uh, mm-hmm. give them a little heads up like hey this is the one of the ones you need to check out because a lot of people I know <laughs> they kind of fell off after after uh, I don't know about y'all but I, I knew some people that just like kind of. Like cell games was kind of it for them, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that was like yeah. I'm not saying they didn't know what was happening later on, but they just weren't tapped in as much after cell games. So yeah, this is this movie is a big deal to uh, I think a lot of fans. I really feel like this is one you can show any of the old head fans at the, at this oh, point, yeah. right? And say like, yo, like you remember back when it was at that peak, <laughs> you could just go right to this. Mm-hmm. You want to see what they've been up to since? Go ahead. Yeah. You know, and there's a lot of, there's just a lot of great character moments. A lot of, it's a, it's a really lighthearted movie while still having that same sort of like intense action. I, I love the combination of it in this one. I have to agree, man. Great fights, great fights. But, yeah. you know, and even though this isn't, you know, I think Brawley was extremely aggressive. The movies aren't comparable. Barely, like they're nah. barely comparable. I, Shit is I, night and day. Yeah, it really is. It really is. And I mean, <laughs> although this movie does have like you know nice fight scenes, I think mm-hmm. I think Broly was an ultra aggressive film. And yeah, this one is just it's so it's so wide. Before we got on here, I said, damn, it's it's damn near a family film almost. You know, like mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. You know, so uh, it it was a really good experience. And um, I know I was kind of on edge about how it was looking visually from trailer perspective, but watching it fluently, you know, all the way through, it really hits. It's really easy on the eyes. Um, it's a really fun and, and, and a lot of funny moments. I think a lot of like, uh, 
current culture moments happen, like the stuff with Boma and, and we'll, we'll yeah. talk about, but like, yeah. they just, <laughs> they didn't, the writers understood what, like the time and uh, yeah. that was really noticeable watching it. Very true, man. And, and listen, it, yeah, as y'all can tell, we're already yeah. very excited to talk <laughs> about it. So before we get into it, man, we got all four of us here. How y'all been? Yeah. Oh man, you know, same old, same old, bro. Everything is cool. It's just this is this is different. We, you know, Mills and I, we we obviously started off this podcast talking about this series, uh, you know, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Super, Dragon Ball Z. Um, so this is a uh, full circle right here on Dub's Life on Dub's Life uh, or Subs Life Dub's Life. So this is this is incredible, man. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, man, I had to have y'all on. I knew it was like, the, look, like this is something where this is y'all's wheelhouse completely. You know, the lookout in and of itself. Come on, Dragon Ball, yeah, love, yeah, so yeah, absolutely. Cool. You know, couldn't have nobody else better. You know, it's so crazy. Like, like episode, like it was maybe like five or six is that first time we get to look at. The first time Jeff and I are reacting to the first trailer of Dragon Ball Super. So I was listening to the last episode. And I'm very interested to hear what D thinks of this movie, considering he almost did not see the last movie, which to me was like, wow, like you're <laughs> wilding, bro. No, um, man. Fuck Broly. <laughs> <laughs> not this one, but fuck Broly. So I'm interested to see what you think of this movie. But like we've been, this is the second one that we kind of get to cover. It's been three years since that movie, I believe, right? Yeah. Like, am I yeah. Yeah, so it's been three yeah. years since that movie. We've covered all types of different anime, but yeah, this is definitely like where our you know talents, true talents lie. Like all this <laughs> other stuff like that. So I'm interested to see kind of where this movie. Uh, what our general? I'm interested to revisit this movie. I've only seen it once. Mm. Um, I'm going off of all my feelings and emotions uh, regarding that one viewing. I only watched it once. It was a great time. <clears throat> I respect um, it and. I'm gonna go. I'm still gonna because I already bought tickets to see it with my right, friends right, in the theater. Right, right. So I'm still gonna go see physically it. as well. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We support. We supporting. Uh, we, we supporting the cause. Less. Oh, Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. We do that. Yeah, definitely. Let Crunchyroll know. Look, I already had my two tickets before I saw the screener, and I kept them both. I'm, I'm definitely going back both times. No, respect the screener for sure from Crunchyroll. But yeah, we 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 put money down for it. Yeah, we for sure, man. We so let's get into it, man. None other than 2022's very own Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Gohan, listen closely. You have the potential to become the most powerful being on Earth. You need to believe in yourself and unleash that power. It's do or die time. So draw out all your strength and use it to protect your world and everyone in it. The ultimate artificial humans, Gamma 1 and 2, have been created by the Red Ribbon Army. Piccolo infiltrates their base and discovers a huge conspiracy unfolding. And then Gohan is pulled into the battle after Pan is kidnapped. To save the world from such strong enemies, Piccolo goes on calls on Gohan to show his true power. But can Gohan respond and defeat the Red Ribbon Army? I'm going to keep it a buck with you. That description makes it seem way more like <laughs> action-y yeah. than it yes. really like was. <laughs> like it makes it, it makes it seem, what's that, what's that dude that's always in the action movie who's always going to like someone kidnaps his daughter? Um, <laughs> yeah, so yes. Taken. Yeah. Yes. So that's what this, that description makes this movie seem like. This movie is, it's not that deep. <laughs> not um, at all. It's, it's very, really? it's very not. I mean, the last 
it, it is, the stakes aren't high to like the last 10 minutes, which is okay. Don't get me wrong. It's not a bad thing. Essentially, Piccolo staged his own kidnapping. So it's not like it's a... It's, yeah. they, like, they kidnapped her on purpose. Um, I mean, they were trying to kidnap someone anyway, like the strongest thing on the planet or go, but he, he essentially like, she cooperates with the kidnapping. So it's not, it, there's a light little bit of humor for it. Yeah. Um, but that, not nah, that description made it seem like I was, it was going to be some Lee and Neeson, you know, Gohan really going to infiltrate the Red Ribbon <laughs> Army base or something along those lines. He pulled up. Not, I mean, hey. well, nah, Piccolo, nah, Piccolo wasn't really Piccolo wasn't no James Bond in this yes, movie. He, he was, he he was, was, he was like, struggling. Y'all don't like Metal like, Gear Piccolo. He was more like Sean and Marlon Wayans and white chicks. Oh, like he was in disguise. Like he was he was halfway locked in. You know, he he wasn't really worried. But I'm thinking to myself, like, bro, this this motherfucker's green. And then I remember, like, all these motherfuckers looked weird anyway. They not. They don't worry about what this man look like. <laughs> It's true, yeah, they got dog. Got dog shit, he had a dog mirror, bro. Come on, yo. It's like th- this shit is another day in the office, bro. That us, nah. I, you know, it to me, the great thing about this movie is that it's really. So I've I've always compared it to, and the after I saw it, I was like, this feels like the first Dragon Ball movie, like to me, yeah. And yeah, especially mm-hmm. with like you know the one with Gohan getting kidnapped and they going into the thing to face all the villains yeah, and then yeah. the villain comes yeah. and super strong all this other stuff. Like He's that. even studying insects in the same yeah, movie. It's, it's exactly it's a nice so, little yeah. That's what I'm saying. I was like, yo, this feels more. While Dragon Ball Super Broly felt like the cinematic epic, this feels more of like okay, this is a movie that you can just kind of like relax, enjoy with the family. You can still. I think this the rewatchability for this movie, and maybe we get towards so that. And it's still it's very be, high. Sure, it's gonna be. I, I agree. I just don't. It just doesn't hit like it's not like blockbuster. You know, nah. I, don't, I don't look, at, and, and I don't mean that in a bad way either. I don't. I don't. No, no, actually no, don't no, mean I don't mean. But I just it's it's more on the lines of they had a a poster for you to look at, and you could say, "Damn, Broly versus Vegeta versus Goku." You knew, you know, you knew what you were getting. And in this one, yeah. we, I mean, obviously outside of leaks. We didn't really know what the deal was outside of a few like, you know, pans being trained by Piccolo. Wow. Nice call back there. You know, but and obviously the red ribbon had been confirmed through the trailer and we have Gamma 1 and Gamma 2. But even looking at Gamma 1 and Gamma 2, we know we just knew they weren't the big bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. They were just yeah. they were just assets to the to the bigger plot. So, yeah, I, I and I, I honestly it was fine. Like if you didn't look at leaks, you were probably really, really happy with the outcome of the movie. But um, I, I do feel like there was some space for opportunity in the film, but I, but I, I mean, at the same time, it being completely different from Broly, I understand the temperature of the movie and, and how it went the way it went. And it's a lot, I mean, I consider a lot of it fan service and I'm, I appreciate it honestly. So yeah, yeah, I had a, I had a really good time. Very much so. I would agree with it being fan service because there's a lot of it that is just n- nods to past events in Dragon Ball or n- past characters, um, even 
showing in little tidbits of like stuff from like Dragon Ball Fighters, hey, I, I, right? Hey, bro, like, I, I love the uh, the 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 re the redoing of some Dragon Ball scenes or some Dragon yo, Ball Z scenes. You know that they, they showed uh, Trunks and Frieza from a different angle. You know, the beginning of the film showed like uh, some really cool Dragon Ball, like new age Dragon Ball visual. I, I keep telling Mills like, man, how would you feel if they remade Dragon Ball? You know, like just you know, just looking beautiful from a different level. I mean, this shows what they could do. And uh, that's appreciated too. I think those are just nice callbacks. It's really true because for a 3D movie, this has some of the best 2D Dragon Ball animation ever. Uh, There's one scene where Piccolo's describing the Red Ribbon Army and like it shows all of them in that room in a shot and it's just like a 2D still. And I was just like, oh shit, like clean. That looks really good. Clean shot, yeah, yeah. You know, like I could, I know it would be a crazy budget for Toei to give us something <laughs> I can't, of that quality on a weekly basis. I can't imagine it. I can't imagine it. But but you know, fuck, I, I want it. I can hope. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, I can hope because I'm one of the ones that like I like Dragon Ball. You know, me and Mills actually both enjoy it to some degree. But like, yeah, obviously, you know, it's it's not the easiest thing to sit and watch. You know, visually, yeah, obviously, it's old. But yeah, I, I salute the I salute the new stuff, man. That was that was a really nice touch. Yeah, they, they really did that with this one, man. The animation, uh, they went with Chi, Chikashi Kubota, who's worked on a few other uh, bits and pieces for Toei through like One Piece and whatnot. So you can tell that they're going for more of that evolved Toei animation style that we get with shows like uh, Dragon Quest, the anim- uh, the adventure of Dai, uh, that's, which is currently airing, right? So yeah. seeing Dragon Ball get that modern touch, very much welcomed. Hell yeah. You're, I want to know, D, when it comes to like this sort of uh, take on Akira Toriyama's like humor and his overall old style, where do you feel with how this matches there? This shit is up there. It's it's a new take on his humor in a sense because like the Balma shit, like it's not it's like a modern day version of his his little comedy slash gag shit. In early Dragon Ball, which is always appreciated, like I'm glad to see that he's just not stuck in his old ways completely. Like he's he's new to change. Like he's the whole f- Piccolo FaceTiming and shit. Like that's hella funny. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, you don't expect that, really. I, that was probably one of my favorite visual gags in the whole movie. Yeah, like, of course, yeah, Piccolo yeah. wouldn't know how to properly hold the shit. So yeah, he's just like somebody's <laughs> uncle in the screen. Yeah. Like <laughs> this shit was hilarious. Like I, I'm glad, like I said, I'm glad that Toriyama, he's moving with the times. He's not letting the old times wash him up completely. Like he's tapped in. I mean, who he he's been around. He's been around. He's seen he sees the landscape of things. I'm pretty sure he's tapped in to other aspects of what people find funny in anime and so on and so forth. So I, I'm glad. I'm very glad. Yeah, I would agree there. It does feel like a more of a refreshed style on his uh, comedic takes. Um, because it, it feels a lot like some modern anime, like yeah. My Hero in some pieces, <laughs> yeah, yeah, or yeah. like the, the One Piece type of humor, right? Just doesn't stay s- stuck on like, oh, uh, Roshi's a pervert. Yeah, that's what I, was, I was just about to add on to like, yo, it's... It's way more accept like this is the comedy that's way more acceptable for this time. Like we're not relying on naked 
like naked gags and all sorts of things. Like we're not relying on Boma being naked and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, like he's moved on. Like he clearly knows that hey, that shit is not flying, bro. <laughs> no, that's actually, hey, that's actually a really great point. Because I, yeah. I, I totally agree with the fact that Dragon Ball Super has slowly uh separated themselves from the the perverted kind of aesthetic that they did carry through like filler scenes. Um, which I know like it's a, it's kind of a part of the culture of anime at, at times and a lot of things, but, and not just Dragon Ball, a lot of anime have moved on from, it, and it is really good to see that they have too. And I, it, look, the small touch of Boma wishing to make her butt a little firmer, the BBL jokes, like that works, you know, without it being risque or like, you know, weird or like, I, I think it's just, it's just funny. And it, it's also an ode to uh, the Broly movie where she was, you know, her and Frieza were uh, you know, trying to get a little bit taller. It, it's just yeah, really funny yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I, I think it's a nice touch. Continue. Okay. You, you bring that part up with Boma's wishes being the consistent gag. Now, I want to talk about one thing that is very apparent to me over the past few weeks of watching every Dragon Ball Super movie. This motherfucker Toriyama is just making up the rules as he goes he on how many wishes there yeah, are, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and they was like, ah, Bella Gods is one wish. Uh, Resurrection Frieza is two wishes. Broly is one wish. This time, fuck it, three wishes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how, how do y'all make sense of this? I don't. Know. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that type of stuff you just kind of like you just turn your head to. Then they literally I, goes to the back room, comes back two minutes later. All right, come on. New dragon. <laughs> I'm like, damn, bro. Like, it just had to be filled up with the with some spice, second, some new juices. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's, it's, like it's, it's mad. It's that's that's Toriyama style subverting your expectation. Like, like I always say, like look at Frieza in his final form. Compare his third form to his final form. You didn't expect that to happen. Like, he looks completely. He looks much less of a threat in the final form. So for Dende to come. Like, oh, well, I need to upgrade the dragon. You're thinking, like, oh, this shit's going to take a while or whatever. This motherfucker just pours some form of <laughs> mystic water or whatever you want to call it yeah. on the goddamn thing. And boom, three three wishes. Like, I was like, that shit nice. Like, I was <laughs> like, damn, bro. nice. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I thought the wish to upgrade Piccolo, right? So, oh, man. Oh, I questionable thought, stuff there. Yeah, very, very questionable <laughs> stuff. Like, Dende oh, yes, is like, man. I'm not the type of Namek that kind of does that. I'm like, at this point in the movie, you could have said that. <laughs> you would have just had to go with it because it's clearly you guys are doing whatever you want anyway. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, like, um, Piccolo acts for something that they have not revisited in God knows how long mm-hmm. of like, yo, I need to uncover my secret power. I was like, y'all could have did that to Trunks and Goten at some point. True. Yeah. Or just <laughs> everyone for that matter, yeah. if it was Wait. really a thing. But I, you know, I, that's that tidbit that, okay, you know, you guys love Piccolo. It's a quick power we, up. Yeah. We love Piccolo. You guys love Piccolo. We understand he deserves better. So here we go. Let's make this as quick as possible and let's try to make it make sense. And I think this was that thing. Even the callback to like, uh, Pan being like, oh, is it true? My dad, you know, could be as strong as strong, uh, stronger than Grandpa. And Piccolo was like, I mean, at one point he could be, you know, <laughs> like, it's yeah. like stuff like that. That I, I think it makes sense for the series. But wishing to like reach that ultimate, the callback from the Frieza saga, it made sense obviously because the power up to Krillin was being done physically, you know, by by somebody alive. Mm-hmm. And but to see it done by Dragon Ball, it's a little. 
you know, it's a little lazy, but I, I get it. Shit. I get it. We, we, you, the, the, I mean, the dragon didn't wish for, like, they didn't grant the god wish, but he told you, like, hey, this is how you get the god form. So we, we already, we, we already know that this is the new style. Like, hey, if you got something, if you have a demand or request, you go ahead and get your shit. Yeah. I, I mean, they, like, I they did there. it in the manga. <laughs> oh, don't let me shit on you. <laughs> hey, can I just be the strongest nigga ever? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that, that that's shit. Just, that Toyotaro bullshit, man. Oh my god. Well, actually, you know what I, I I wanted to talk about and and Jay, maybe you could touch on this more. So yeah. you had an interesting point of like you essentially saying, I mean, the 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 hype around this movie is that it's Gohan getting his moment. But you yeah. said, I think it's either before we started this or at the beginning of this that like the movie really truly belongs to Piccolo. He's Kinda a main like character in the movie. He's a main character. He's a main character in the movie. Like talk about it. it. It's wild because, yeah, this entire movie was marketed as Gohan's going to get his shine. Like every trailer, it's Gohan versus Gamma 2 or you know what I mean? Like that entire fight. And then you watch the movie and it's completely from Piccolo's perspective. I love that subversion That's a good because it's, it's easy to get people in the theater to say Gohan's getting his shine back. Right. Yeah, bro. They didn't want to tell us it was about Piccolo, N- bro. Niggas would have said Piccolo, and I guarantee you, they'd be like, what? CGI yes. plus Gohan, not main character? I'm not watching this shit. You know how it is. You know you know it would have been a shitstorm. Show Piccolo being the in the trailer, just strictly Piccolo with a just a tap of Gohan. You know the backlash that this movie would have gotten? Hell no, they didn't. And you know, the funny thing is, is when they were originally going into the concepts for this movie, Akira Toriyama wrote a story with Piccolo as a main character. There was no Gohan getting his new moment <laughs> until editors came in and said, hey, like we should add Gohan to this too. And they tacked that part on. Mm. So it's just wild to see, like, yeah. That is, it's it's a great moment. Don't get me wrong. I was very excited to see Gohan get to shine in the second act of the movie. But seeing this from Akira Toriyama's favorite character's yeah. perspective, it hell. At some points, I feel like Akira Toriyama's talking to the crowd through Piccolo by proxy. Hell yeah. uh, because it's just like the whole. Oh yeah, I forgot I can get big. Like Akira Toriyama forgets more shit than he ever thought of. You know what I mean? Like it's. This is some somebody in the Dragon Ball room was telling Toriyama like, "Hey, you remember when the Namekian power up was around? Hey, do you remember when Piccolo got big? Hey, uh, you remember Bio Broly in the cast from that? Uh, You know how you're kind of having like these guys make a new version of Cell? Why don't we have that cast come back for that part? Because I definitely paid attention to the fact that the moment the Bio Broly cast showed up is the moment the Cell Max shit pops off. Yep. Yep. That is hilarious. I did not even notice. And so this is the thing of you guys doing this podcast for the last, you know, like 10 weeks or so. Mm-hmm. I did not notice that they were the cast of Bio Broly yeah, yeah. during this movie. I was like, I'm just not realizing. I was like, wow, damn. I, at least they get a second run at it. I'm about know, to say, that must have been an interesting phone call. So, uh... <laughs> Let's do this over with, this like, again. actual stakes. Yeah, what you know what I'm saying? I got a budget. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I... So... I love that 
and and also hate it as well because I do think, to be honest with you, it's it's really their own doing of why you can't really make a movie about Piccolo and if for it to be any kind of like massive thing without any blowback or something, it mm-hmm. has to like center around a Saiyan. That's, That's kind true. of their own doing for not really making characters as important or really like you know thing going back to Goku and I and I would love to talk about the the, the minor Goku and Vegeta parts at some point. Oh, Goku. for sure, because that, I I love that little section. We got a little bit, but we got enough to be honest with you. Um, but that's kind of their own doing, and I really feel like I've always wanted the Piccolo story to be told. I've realized it's probably not going to be told on a you know fully budgeted film. Um, that's just not going to happen. But I think it deserves to be told. And to be honest with you, he did a great job. He has, they've managed to get Piccolo to the point where, and similar to like where they, you know, where we meet, where we meet Vegeta at this point, who's kind of like a, a very mixture balance of like, he's still tough, but obviously he's like smoothed out a lot of the rough edges yeah, right. he had at the beginning of the series. They've managed to take the, the narrative of Piccolo essentially becoming not as useful as he was before, especially going through the Blue Saga and the rest of the series, really just becoming Gohan's real dad or like the babysitter (laughs) or something along those lines. He's just the babysitter. Right, right. right. (laughs) And they've managed to take that narrative and they've managed to kind of like incorporate it into the story. of like, we know this is what you guys think, but also we're going to add these like truly strong moments. And I think by the third act of this movie, while, I mean, eventually Piccolo does get his ass handed to him a little bit, but he does have, yeah, yeah. But he has such a major role in this. And it it was, it was good to see. It was good to see. He deserved it. I totally agree. And I, I don't, I know we're kind of like outside the realm of power levels and things of that nature, but I think what the one thing the series, uh, I think, really really struggled with was like what you said mills keeping uh side characters within the same realm and not every time we see krillin he's like i don't know if i'm gonna be useful with doing you know in this situation or and i and getting piccolo to that stage of okay wow he's a competitive fighter again he's not just there to be a body or to take damage while someone's trying to get a sensu bean or you know like he can actually compete um and i think they they rewound the clock and did it for gohan as well and it's important. I mean, I'm not obviously I don't know on a scale of where they sit with, you know, Vegeta and Goku, but doing this puts them in a, a, a different category all over again. And I think that's important. Now we know like, OK, well, hey, at least uh, Gohan still has that untapped potential there. And now Piccolo has has reached a new pinnacle in his power. And, I, you know, I think it's just important for the series to know it's not just, you know, Broly, Vegeta, Goku. And, you know, in Gods of Destruction. <laughs> so this is, this is yeah. it's nice. It's nice. Yeah, Toei had to fix up their shit because, again, this is Toei's fault completely. Like, regards with the side characters, like, not having, like, a prominent role, to a degree, I feel like they do because they have moments. Like, what what Toriyama, what I've noticed throughout his, his entire work from Dragon Ball to Dragon Ball Z, uh, when he has a side, a side character's, they have their moments. They have a scene that affects the plot very, very, very strongly. As like, let's say, Krillin destroying the uh, device that blows up Android eighteen. Uh, Ten Shinhan doing the uh, Kikyoho or whatever. Like, you're gonna see them do the minor things, and that's yeah. what he wants the humans to do. Like, the saying is clearly: they're battle crazed, they're battle hungry. 
that's their job to fight. But the side characters, they do get some love. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna completely say like they shattered them and they just made them useless. Like no, they they come in, they arrive, they help completely. We can look at the universal tournament for that one. Yeah, like yeah, they're there to at least help. They're they're there to aid. They're, we like realistically, we from the jump from Dragon Ball, like you've never seen any side character take on a main villain and win like that's not that's what, true that's not what they're aiming for that's not what the plot aims i know for. I, I just think it became predictable yeah. at times though throughout yeah. the series that's too, true you know yeah, yeah i, I kind of waiting you. for waiting for goku or whatever the case yeah. may be yeah. I, I know they all kind of got their moments I, I think they did clean a lot of that up in the tournament though absolutely Hell yeah. absolutely that, yeah. that's like they realized like yo we put ourselves in a bind throughout the course of the year this whole series creation Let's try to at least like one last hoorah to fix yeah, everything up. Yeah. Except, and for really, except for Yandra. Yandra gets shit on. Yeah, that's he's been the Joker. Wait till he gets his wish. Wait till he gets his wish. Keep hating. Oh man. Ultimate Yamcha coming soon, two movies from now. I'm telling you. No, you got a spinoff and be happy, brother. That's Yo, look, that spinoff is actually really good, too. That shit is really damn good. Like, I, the time I got reincarnated as Yamcha, y'all got to read that. That I'm shit is really good. And I hope it's it gets animated. Like, literally. Like it would make money like crazy, but but yeah, to touch on what you, you the both of y'all have mentioned, uh, JG and D though, uh, you know, oftentimes when it comes to marketing these movies after the fact, there will be a lot of conjecture, right? And that comes from the producers, like they'll just say these outlandish statements, and it's just like, yo, hey, like this is where you can scale these par- characters. This is where we're at. Um, Toriyama himself is quoted as saying, maybe I should have made Orange Piccolo a bit over the top, but personally, I'm just happy that he's finally obtained battle power on par with Goku and Vegeta. So, See, like, that's what we need. Hey, Orange Piccolo is hard, man. Exactly. That shit was fire, bro. I'm not, I'm not about to sit here. Like, I can't, I'm not a Piccolo guy. I've been very clear on that since me and Mills started, like, you know, we started doing this, but like, you know, I, this, this helped me, man. It helped me a lot, bro. I, I have some respectable things to say about the man outside of the the joking stepfather stuff, you know? Like no, no love for big green? Tough. No, man. I'm not a Namiki and nigga, honestly, bro. You know, uh I I feel like they were just My some useless ass niggas for a while, bro. But useless ass niggas. Useless ass niggas. But you know what? You know what? Piccolo, he made me bend the knee, man. I bend the knee, bro. <laughs> I salute, that. bro. I salute. Orange Piccolo is is, is for as much as Demon King Piccolo Demon did, hey, bro. They not for me, man. Twenty third, they not for me, man. They not for me. Dying for Gohan. Yeah, no oh my that god. Got on Xenoverse. I, I never, I never picked to be. Damn. Oh, well, they. I got a whole Namekian character. Oh, no, I, 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 I picked that at first, and I regretted it. I went straight to saying, "Oh yeah, yeah." I, 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 listen, my saying is my main one. Damn it! But I was pissed. But I was yeah, like, I'm like, I'm, I'm looking at all the different forms for folks. I'm like, wonder what the hell a Namekian's gonna get. <laughs> I turned to. Hey, 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 old nigga from the 23rd. I said, yo, let me delete this nigga. If now. orange is an option, if orange is an option on three, I might be there. Listen, make that shit as DLC now for the anniversary. As much as they keep coming out with shit, yeah, fuck yeah. three. Put this shit now, boy. Yeah, <laughs> like, 
Hey man, they did they did Piccolo really well. Jokes aside, like I'm, I'm in a weird way, I'm happy for the character. Like that's how old I am, you know. Like I'm really happy for him. So, uh, yeah, yeah. And I think the fan base didn't need it. Obviously, this is besides the point, man. But I did. We we didn't speak about Gamma One and Two. I, I'm man. Yo, yeah, yes, definitely. Yeah. I wanted to talk about no, I, them. I, is it great? Great creations. Great creations. Mm-hmm. Designs. Uh, I, I the I don't know which ones you guys. Well, I ended up watching the dub version of the of the presser that we got, and watch um, watch they both. absolutely killed it. I I had a really really great time. Like just the back and forth uh, between them both and their personalities, uh, especially when you're making two like something like an android. It's important to not miss. Yeah, um, you know, and because I, I I feel like they've done really well just like giving us the overall yeah these things they have unlimited amounts of energy and that's what makes them so good but they also have the their own personal gimmicks you know like obviously 17 and and, and 18 are incredible we already know what they mean to the series so uh i i hope uh you know that they have some some future role one of them has a future role uh, going forward in the series hopefully but yeah both of them don't even yeah Yeah. dr hedo said he could make more copies oh yeah of course he can this is Dragon Ball. The Canon Android Twenty One. Well, I mean, they didn't. They didn't oh, call yo, it. yo, yeah, yeah I love yeah. that we got Vomi in there for a yeah, little split tough, second. Man. Really, really happy to see that. Really happy to see that. I, yeah, I, I, I just want to say this. So, it's it's good seeing a new set of androids. I think it, it it's amazing. Um, it's clear that they were built by Doctor Hito from. Them. Oh yeah, and yeah, and, and, yeah. and you kind of see now the 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 influence. Like you look at Android seventeen, eighteen, and kind of see the influence that Jiro kind of had on them personality yeah. wise and like their mission wise, which is just yeah. essentially to destroy and stuff like that. But also still having like the they still have a little sense to be human and stuff like that. These guys are just more so like you know, thing with justice. And I think it's Dr. Hito's like entire mantra, just like inspiration of like superhero stuff and want to be a superhero and want to save things. And that's kind of what comes out through Gamma 1 and Gamma 2. They aren't really terrifying androids, which I don't even think like, I don't even know if it's a sign of the times that they're not terrifying, terrifying androids or more so like this is just the creative direction that we're taking. Um, it really is a sign of the times. Yeah, you know, you it reminds me more. It. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of more so like even even Broly to an extent kind of got like smoothed out a little bit yeah. from his previous things, yeah. and and it just reminds me of like sign of the times. Like we talk about, you know, on Mount Silver, we talk about the Pokemon games and how rivals became just like niggas in your neighborhood who just like you know you would see from time to time and you might battle them from time to time. They never right. truly blood rivals yeah, it's not silver days no more Thank yeah God. Screw that. Well, well look at it when, when we got introduced to 17 and 18 they literally spoke like robots almost like 17 yeah so where are we going 18 you know like it, it was so like mellow robot oh, thanks yeah, that was. <laughs> but, but, but in general like y'all know what i mean these guys have so much personality you forgot they were they were created like they're you know like robot or android yeah. you, you don't even think about it so they have so much personality so I would I would agree with y'all as far as like saying it's definitely just the times, you know. Yeah. Well, it's really cool, man, because Dr. Hedo, he's he's just like me, man. He's a Toku fan, bro. Like he, he they show him at the Tokusatsu convention in the, the movie. At one point, he's signing a, uh, getting an autograph from somebody who looks just like Gamma 2. So like he literally just designed them off of his favorite TV heroes. Like it's like if I had made some common writers and just like, hey, no, that's it, y'all. Y'all go fight the Z Warriors, bro. You know, like I really love that idea of the fact that like 
it, it wasn't even that he's twisted like Dr. Giroux. Carmine just played. You know, Carmine Magenta just played him. That's that's it. I think he was playing. I think they were just playing each other. Like I, I think he knew. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he knew. Like you know how it is. Like hey, you gave me what I want. I'll, you know, I'll bend the knee a bit. He clearly knew he was evil. You know. Yeah, he knew him, but the money. <laughs> Damn money. Yeah, he was like, uh, they're gonna give me a chance to build these guys. That's that's it. That's all I need. Who's gonna fund my project? <laughs> yeah, these niggas, no problem. <laughs> I really love the way they brought back Red Ribbon as like, oh, they've been around because they were just a pharmaceutical company. That's like, shit. I thought it was hilarious. They basically got their own little Wakanda base. You know what I mean? Just like <laughs> hidden from everything. That was a great concept. Really fucked with all that, man. Um, it, it made sense for it to be something where, you know, we knew for a fact Goku obviously hadn't destroyed the entire Red Ribbon Army, even since he was a kid, because he said he let plenty of people run away. When they come back in Dragon Ball Z, it's just Dr. Jiro. So for us to see, like, okay, well, where are the rest of the remnants? Because clearly there wasn't some, like, company that was backing Jiro. It was just his wild plans. For this to be a natural escalation of what that would have been since Dragon Ball era, I really fucked with that as an idea. Toriyama came back and was like, okay, what would they be like today? Save this bacon, that's for sure. <laughs> Man, it, it really great ideas. Um, I mean, they were an amazing part. I liked the little fight at the beginning. I mean, talking about kind of the fights of this film, um, they, I mean, they aren't a lot until really the third act, but yeah. I think that fight at the end. And, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about the transformations, especially the one of Gohan. We actually haven't talked about Gohan, which is crazy. Yeah, that's exactly well, who I wanted to talk yeah, about next. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about Gohan. Let's get, let's get let's give Gohan. Gohan was nerding it up, and then he got, you know, thrown back into the throes of battle and stuff like that. Let's let's talk about Gohan a little bit. Sure, oh, sure. Gohan. He looks 17 still when he's not Super Saiyan. He's a, like a young man. Age well. He age well. You regular, you yeah, yeah. He got that Saiyan genes. You know what I mean? His hair is a little, you know, he don't get the cut every weekend. Like he thought, you know, he used to back in the day, or you know, he's a, you don't get the bowl cut that he used to get back in the day. But he's still, <laughs> um, you know, he's still moving and grooving and stuff like that. He's doing his research. He's focused on that. Um, it actually, the man's was, getting to live the life he always wanted, just Absolutely. like his father, man. Absolutely yeah. true. Every, yeah. Every time I watch, Every time I replay that movie in my head, it's like, damn, he is more like his father than anything. This is why I laugh at like folks like, oh, big clothes, but he's dead. Like, nah, bro. Like him being just so laid back and just relaxed and just relying on somebody else to do some shit for him, especially that's important. It's like, <laughs> yeah, this is this is really good. Yeah, like, yeah. He really did call Pickle and was like, Yeah, I need you to pick Panda from school. Yeah, pick her and like you'll do it. Like I I will let Videl get you one of them things that you like or whatever. Like that's that's straight out of Goku's playbook. I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, he's got a whole pile yeah, of them little plushies. Pile, like him being like who knew Piccolo? Well, we knew Piccolo was a softy a little bit, you know, as the years. He's changed. He's changed, man. Oh, for sure. Like, that's the power of Gohan. The Sun family then changed his life forever. That's that brodom. But he's in, he's in the, like, he's in all of the pictures. He's clearly, like, Pan's, you know, Godfather. He's clearly, like, part of the family, which is nice to see considering, like, where his beginning started. Like, that little, like, you know, 
a little kid who used to like make fires and kill animals and all this other stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> and now he's tru- truly like found family. He doesn't like, he doesn't is like, I'm a Namekian. The shit is weird. He's <laughs> like, no, these are my family. This is like everything that I go for. And it's nice to see. And it's nice to see his relationship with Gohan continue to thrive. But even down to the final big moment of the movie, like, you know, without spoiling too much of the big moment, like I thought it was going to be one way and I was 100% surprised it was another way and kind of like how the final blow was eventually, you know, dealt. I was like, wow, they actually. Oh, did yeah. That. Yeah. 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 Ma- major homage to their connection. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and, and I feel like it, we've always had like smaller moments, like when they fought together in the Universal Tournament and things like that. But this just being complete, like, hey, no, like, that's my bro. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this in name of him. Like, that great, great scene. And still Absolutely. having, and still wearing the Piccolo, you know, clothes yeah. for yeah. the movie. Like, yeah. just yeah. There, there was no, like, um, you know, I'm still go, Goku. I mean, yes, he's still Goku's son, obviously. Like, and, and no, yeah. there was no, I don't even think they had any conversation or any connection through this entire film but it was fine that way because and it wasn't about it's not this movie was not about goku that is 100 what i can say and that it's it's a fully you know released movie it's not about goku it is not about vegeta it is nice to do that we asked for this for so many different animes i can't tell you how many years people have actually oh, it can yes. not be about someone else mm-hmm. but it's like they didn't you know, I asked Kyle Herbert when we were doing the interview, I was like, yo, at what point did you expect, like, yeah, you know, I'm through the movie, but then, like, obviously Goku teleports back and, like, punches a hole through the villain, right? Like, obviously you think that's going to happen, and it didn't happen. I'm just happy of the... They managed to commit to the vision of this movie being so much about Gohan and, and Piccolo and not about someone else, and this is what we've been asking for, so I'm hoping that the response to this movie kind of like follows from that, at least from Dragon Ball fans, because this is essentially what we've been asking for for so long. You know what I'm saying? Let it be about Gohan. Let it be. Gohan got embarrassed in the Boo Saga, and he's never recovered since then. No matter what tournament or whatever the thing is, he's never fully recovered. This is at least something moving in the right direction for Gohan, which I can say, like, you know, it's great. Shit, I always felt like Gohan was fine. Like, I find that a lot of people say he's ruined. I'm like, I think he fit the story pretty damn well. Nah, nigga. He, <laughs> nigga uh, man, I, I'm, I'm you really think he was, you, you really think he was going to be the one that, like, he should have really took down Boo? I don't know. He, it's not even that. Like, I don't even think he should have took down Boo. He got outsmarted in, like, half of an episode, an episode and a half. Like, he got completely outsmarted and then completely outclassed. It was like, wait, we just spent 19 minutes of watching this guy sit down to get powered up. And then, I will say, that's uh, what happened against him against Cell. Like you already, well, we already it know really that. has everything to do with the timing of Toriyama's yeah. editors, right? Like editors. the moment he brings back Gohan, somebody's like, "Hey, yo, uh, so Shueisha's about to do fusion, bro. You might want to put that exactly. in the manga." And then it's just okay. Well, so we have no time to mm-hmm. show Gohan do his thing, and it's terrible. But the price of it is Gohan's legacy. This soured in so many fans' eyes yeah. since then because of one minor choice that a movie was coming out. It, it's shitty. I, I, I always thought that they would only go so far with 
half-blooded Saiyans. And, you know, I kind of look at, uh, you know, the the old, oh, you know, you can't go past Super Saiyan 2 because he's, yeah. he's, he's only half Saiyan and can't, can't go to 3 or whatever. But the notion of everything that happens with Gohan in this film, I think there was just like this total stigma of, yeah, we saw him untap his potential against Cell. It was still maybe the biggest moment in the in the franchise. And we had a lot of downtime from Gohan since then. Obviously, the things that happened to him in the Boo saga, I consider embarrassing. I, I thought he was done to a degree. Like he would never be the savior is what I mean. Uh, oh, so, so okay, I'll give you that. yeah, not not necessarily. I mean, he's obviously a you know he could always be a formidable fighter no matter what. But mm-hmm. as far as being a, a a highlight, it was a treat to me because yeah, yeah. I just never. I mean, I think even Trunks. They even go. They only go so far with Trunks as well. You know, like I think they'll only let them be so so much as far as new upgrades or new transformations. So to see Gohan take it there, uh, it was. It was excellent, and it, it you know the process alone. I know I know we're gonna we're gonna get to the actual transformations fully, but the the quickness of it, man, I, I praise them for it. I praise them because I know a lot of times, bro, we like those transformations: the yell, the earth shaking, the cutscenes of the birds flying in space and shit, <laughs> whatever you know. But um, I think the the quickness of it really didn't give you time to like blink. You're just like, oh shit, this shit is really happening, and he looks crazy. I really do admire the way that they presented it because it's not this, if, if anything, it speaks to Gohan's silent rage, right? Like it's, it's like, no, like this is it. We, we don't have, like there's a huge buildup and you see it in his eyes and he just snaps. Mm-hmm. And then like the music doesn't even get louder. You know what I mean? Like it, it's just all this kind of eerie calm. Yeah. And then, Cell Max rushes in and the whole thing happens. But like the presentation of how Gohan ended the film is perfect. I I, I would not want it done any other way. I think he's still flawed though. And that's and I only say that because he he only tends to reach certain limits due to somebody else being on the climax. And I think that's fair for his character. You know, that's that's his whole gimmick. That's his thing. You know, yeah, it really, takes something to piss him off. Exactly. Yeah. And when he when he hits that point, he he takes it to another level, and that's great. You know, so I don't know uh, fans who have complained. There's really no reason. Like, if you watch, if you go to pay for this movie to, to watch it, you should walk out satisfied because you have two characters who some would say have been uh, not have not shown much love to, or whatever the case may be. And I mean, and it's open arms with this one. Like, you know. Everyone, come on in. We're back. And he got a mean DDT. How about that? He got, oh, he got a mean God. DDT brain bust. Nice DDT. Was crazy. Bro. Elite brain bust. Cleaner than Mox, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> was nice. I was surprised. I was like, what? This man been watching wrestling at the crib. <laughs> so somebody working on Superhero was watching on wrestling. Y'all notice that John Cena joined the Red Ribbon Army? Listen. <laughs> I'm like, that man looked just like, like, come on, bro. Like, there's, like, I know when something is supposed to be a reference to something else, and it's okay, the cap, big, small dude, big, you know what I'm saying, chin and shit. It's like, nah, there's no fucking way. Like, Stan Hansen was in Dragon Ball, okay? That was clearly John Cena. Yeah, had to be. <laughs> had to be. We're calling it right now. We're calling it before everybody else that that was John Cena in the movie. And when it, when it comes out that... It was inspired by this. 
always reference subslide dub dub. Always. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lookout exclusive. <laughs> Man. Now we've talked about everybody but the characters that, you know, are usually the main characters, but just aren't so much here. Right. Goku and Vegeta, man, their entire stay on Beerus's planet, while we don't get too much of it, I love those scenes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Man. It reminded me of, I mean, it was almost the movie's filler, and it, it was beautiful. It was perfect, you know, because obviously Broly's there training with them, and we get that hype train going again, and you see some improvements. You see some old characters from the last film. Uh, I think it was a nice touch. It's also a nice way to to show us why they're not there or why this is really none of their business. I don't want to say none of their business, but they're just not involved in this because they're away, they're training, and they got this. They can't communicate fucking through a hat over the the staff. So you can't, you know, can't you know, Boma can't get in touch with them. So I, I mean it's funny, it's very simple, considering they could have like, you know, they, they made also made a joke. Oh, you could have wished them to come here. You know, yeah. like it's just like it's so yeah. funny and Piccolo, obviously, how would you forget something like that in a time like this? But he did. So I thought that was like a nice touch to kind of like, oh, okay, they're not coming. Like that's and, it. Like, I gotta do this alone. And this it just makes me it just makes me realize how great additions to the Dragon Ball universe that Weiss and Beerus are. Oh man. Because yeah. they're legitimately like funny. Like I yeah. love that scene, especially oh, yeah. the scene where he's falling in love with I mean Oh my god. I about that in particular, He's not a bachelor by choice, clearly. Beerus was like Oh, hold up. Y'all brought a little baddie to the planet? Hold up. She can stay. <laughs> <laughs> it was too good, man. Yeah, like, Beerus, that entire interaction of, like, him just saying, like, oh, wait, why are these people here? Y'all brought Broly? Who's this old man? Oh, he can cook? All right, cool. Oh, her. Oh. Beerus is slowly, his, his integration to, like, you know, caring about other things or just things in general is so funny how slowly they've just like developed in into this carefree <laughs> character it's incredible bro the route that they've taken but he still tries oh, yeah. to like weigh it in with a little bit of seriousness it's like i will destroy you at some point if you don't if you don't make this right or you right, right. This, I will okay beers but Whatever you know you say, bro. still managing to keep it I, I love those characters, man. I love Weeds and Beerus. They're they're such they're probably the best additions to the series in this yeah. whole super they're, thing. They're, they're yeah. a saving grace for super for me. Like, Absolutely, for sure. Absolutely. It, it it makes perfect sense that they're the first new characters we're introduced to in ever since it's come back, right? Because they're the anchors of what makes super yeah. different from every other iteration of yeah. Dragon yep. Ball that we've ever done. Yep. Gods and angels. Absolutely. Yeah. So, listen, you know, all that said, it, that we got this orange Piccolo, this Gohan beast form with these guys here. Now they've been introduced to a higher echelon of power. You could say we have an entire, like, Universe 7 stacked. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. More than ever. Um, if they ever decide to run it back. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to run it back. Like. I don't think anybody wants to check for Universe 7 now. These niggas different now. They getting their ass whooped. I said it first. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Ass whooped, man. 
I don't think we'll ever, I don't think we won't get a tournament for a while. It's gonna be a long time before you decide to do some shit like that again. Nah, I feel like we. I mean, I don't know. I don't know because I feel like every so often, especially with Super and stuff like that. I mean, in Z, it was a long time that we got a t- shit. We didn't, we didn't get a tournament to the last damn mark. Z, yeah, yeah. 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 But I feel like with Super, and because it 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 plays up so much of the Dragon Ball lore and always does these callbacks. I feel like mm-hmm. a tournament is not too far of a stretch away. Um, now we got to be at least two, three arcs away yeah, from the next we're, one. We're definitely yeah. getting another tournament. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Especially if the series continues. But Universe 7, listen, everyone got their little own marketed form and stuff like that. Everyone mm-hmm. got their own different kind of hair color or skin yep, color. Everybody different now. Everybody different. You could sell piccolo, orange piccolo toys. Um, I'm not sure how much they're going to sell, but you could sell them. But you could sell, you can sell, I, I thought. I thought Gohan's new form with this new hair. I was like, this hair is... Gohan Blanco. I was like, this hair is a ridiculous size. I was like, this is a ridiculous size hair. It is. (laughs) It is is extremely obnoxious. But it it reminds me of Super Vegeta's hair. You know, that shit was just like, God damn, bro. Oh, yeah, for sure. Added another, like, fucking four feet. It's it's completely a callback to how Toriyama originally did Super Saiyan in the manga. Um, Goku had white hair and red eyes. And it wasn't until the the anime came out that Mm -hmm. they changed it to yellow hair and green eyes. So it's really cool that he was like, this is a design I've had in the tuck since like 1990. We just finally animating it. That's so cool. Yeah, this shit feels so, like a I mean, it, it, it's really pretty. Like, it looks great. I mean, I, I think it will. I think I think it would look really nice, like in that two D uh, motion too. Like, I want to see it done like that as well. But yeah, yeah, they they killed that shit. I thought it was incredible, man. Mm-hmm. Very quick transformation. The eye color, the hair. I think his movements, his abilities. You know, yeah, really, really dope. And I mean, that very, very special moment there. I we kind of touched on it a little bit without saying it, but you know, Gohan using special beam cannon to kind of like clear everything up was just chef kiss. Hell yeah, man. I mean, it, it all started there. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. With, with Piccolo and Gohan, it all started there and to see it all coming in, even down to the whole part where Piccolo was like, Hey, what was that little move you did right there? Nephew. That shit took you to take me 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's kind of nice though. It's kind of nice. Maybe, maybe do your rotation a little bit faster next time. <laughs> Yeah, no, very, very good, man. Um, I even, I can't even be mad at Cell Max, man. You know, I, okay, I saw the leaks, all right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'll be honest with you. When I saw the leaks, I really, I didn't have any type of like, I didn't jump out my seat. I didn't say, oh, yeah. it's Cell again. I didn't, nothing like that. I kind of just. I don't know. I, di- I didn't have any real feelings towards it, but I will say watching it in full, uh, I like it. I like it a lot. I think it made a lot of sense, man. Like, it was one of those things where, damn, if you're going to bring them back, you yeah, bring them back with no personality. Just bring them back as a fucking brute force, you know? Like, <laughs> it's the only way. You know, Cell's a, he's a, you can't just give Cell an hour and a half anyways because he's yeah. he cool. He has so much great dialogue. You know, one of the greatest villains that we've seen, but uh, this was this was perfect. This was perfect. I think if you're gonna bring him back one more time, I'm sure we won't see him again. This was definitely the way to do it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's not the same cell, so that's really the that only too. saving grace for me. That it's not the same cell. 
I could have did without Cell Max. Um, but again, like you know, it, it was weird. It was a weird. It's a it's a it's a callback to the Android saga of the androids not really being the real villain and actually being mm-hmm. good guys entirely overall. But I could have did without Cell. I don't know. Like Cell Max, he was just like. He was someone to beat at the end of the thing. It was just like, oh, it's the final boss. But he wasn't really like an evil. The the the, the true evil was, you know, Carmine and Genta and stuff yeah, like that. You can't like, beat the true evil. <laughs> yeah, but you can't really beat the ass. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It gave me it gave me like it gave me great ape vibes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't really like a to me, it that was a villain of like, all right, let's flex our new found powers and shit on. Like, let's yeah, go. Let's new the, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Something like that. Like, I could... And, you know, I, w- I was okay on Cell Max. It wasn't the best thing for me, but it, it was fine for what it was. Yeah, I, I, uh, I dug it just to the fact that, you know, it, it's going to make sense that it, if it's a whole new version of the character, you have to do one that... Yeah, like you said earlier, JG, he doesn't need to speak. He doesn't need to do anything because Cell has so much charisma. If you brought back Cell in final form, like he would have stole the show, right? Like, and, and you wouldn't have had enough time in the end of the movie to have Cell deliver those like really cocky one-liners to then give us some really good action. So just it being this giant kaiju Cell of just like, look, He's super powerful. He's going to destroy the whole earth if we don't stop him. Enough for me personally. And it's Toriyama's favorite. Like I, I'm clear. Like this is my belief. It's my canon. Like this is what Toriyama always wanted Cell to be as the final villain. Like in the arc, in the Cell arc. Like I'm pretty sure he did not like that perfect form. I love Perfect Cell. Oh yeah, for sure. It was just. When you go back and look at all the editor changes, like there's a reason why it's an old man and a clown. Then it's teenagers. Then it's not teenagers. Then it's a bug man. Then it's a bug man who looks a little bit more human. Like every step of the way was an editor telling him, "No, not good enough." Yeah, no, you're right. And and I like I like I like that it was the same voice actor as the original. Yeah, Solo. yeah, we got that confirmed yeah. during our interviews. I believe. It's like uh, we get we get if we get money, we'll bring you back. Like we'll bring Salute. you back. Absolutely. Yeah. And they did that on both sides too. Screens. I really like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This is one of those movies where it's just like, you know, they there's already been confirmation, just like there was shortly after when Broly come came out that. There's gonna there's another movie in the works, right? The mm-hmm. 22nd Dragon Ball movie is already in production. We have these characters with crazy amazing forms, you know, one man's hair can turn silver, one hand's hair can turn purple, green, you know, like orange, whatever, right? Yeah. Where where do y'all see the escalation of Dragon Ball? And let, we're talking in post like even granola arc in the manga yeah, for those like that the overall tap in i yeah i don't know where I, do y'all I, see this going or what directions i guess would you like to see it going i i me personally i you know i still see it going in a direction of like gods of destruction angels like i, I to me I, I i never forgot beerus just talking about you know Goku was the second strongest person he's ever fought and outside of it being Whis. And I think we don't know enough about angels. I think we obviously know a good more bit about the gods of destruction since the tournament. But yeah, I do think that like that is the ceiling 
in my opinion. Yeah. And just as my opinion. I, I think they're probably the ultimate being as far as power. So uh, I don't know how you get there. <laughs> but, yeah, they've always obviously dabbled with you should be my successor or, you know, that type of thing. But I don't know if he'll get there and that's fine. But I, I wouldn't mind it either. I think it'd be pretty dope. I think I think what they've been doing with these movies has just been a lot of it's really just like, OK, it's a throwback. I think truly Battle of Gods is really like the true original content yes. kind of movie. Yes. But a lot of but a lot of these releases have kind of been like throwbacks to like what's worked throughout the series. So I'm not sure if we're getting something like, yo, it's going to be booze back or like oobs back or something yeah, along yeah, those yeah, lines. Yeah, yeah. But um, I do think whatever. Shiny it, metal cooler. Right. <laughs> Bring I cooler back, baby. I mean, they might. I think, to be, to be honest, whatever they do is going to build upon the story of the series. Like, it's going to build upon, it's going to take what you've seen before and either yeah. take it to a next level or show you something a little bit different. Um, I'm not sure if they'll go back to the super cinematic kind of thing, the very serious kind of movies, stuff like that. I think they could, mm -hmm. but I'm not sure if they will. Um, because I don't think that's really Toriyama's bag is really a, a lot of comedy mixed in with action. Um, yeah. so I'm not sure if they'll ever go back to that, but I do know it will build upon something else, whether it be a cooler, whether it be, um, you know, maybe, something maybe with Bardock Vegeta. They might, they may, you know, I know the, the, the manga kind of gave us some Bardock material as well. Yeah. One of those, man. That's yeah, what I think is going. Yeah, I, I feel the same. Like I really think that they're, they're they're in Dragon Ball. There's only so much you can talk about, or so much you can do with the story. And I feel like the two things are the gods and basically the Saiyans. You can go deep deeper into the Saiyan history because you have a lot of work there, and you have the gods and the angels and etc. You have those two important things holding the story together. Anything else is just gonna be. Some I feel like it's just going to be lackluster. Like there's nothing you can do anymore besides touch on the things that you already introduced. Yeah, so. or rewrite. I feel like they they definitely been trying to rewrite stuff. You know, trying to get yeah. stuff that yeah, was that's... weirdly put together twenty years ago and redo it now. So we still need Oob back, man. Bring me Oob. That Toyo Taro bullshit. Yeah, we about to get new Hachiak. Watch, <laughs> please. No. You know what I'm saying? New baby. Please no. Hey, you man, know what? I, I like baby, bro. You know what? I'll take that. To be honest, I'll take baby over a plethora of villains, especially. It uh, was hard. You know who. Man, I personally okay. All right, so I, I've just been dipping and dabbling a little bit in just like what what parts of Dragon Ball have we not touched yet? What what are things that have been mentioned just haphazardly? Um, I want us to go and talk about that damn. Universe 12 time traveler. The first person who ever travels through time. Yeah. yeah. They brought him up during the Goku Black Arc. They were like, yeah, this, that was the first person that created the first time ring. Where are we going to see what the fuck happened with him? Yeah. You know, Tony you know, don't give a damn. I just wrote that shit to make it make sense. You know, Toei just. They like, were making up everything as they went, but God damn it. Stop. You know, Telling me about shit without bringing it to that, me. That's nah, Dragon that would Ball be fire. bag that I, I most definitely hate. Like, hey, we're just going to mention some shit that sound cool and just never tap on it ever again. Yeah, and there's a lot. I mean, Beerus, Beerus giving um, a Frieza permission to blow up Planet, Planet Vegeta. 
Yeah. Hey, man. They just, that's a story, bro. I mean, yeah. they talk about it in the manga, but then they just kind of really gloss over it. Like, yeah, yeah. I did. And what? So, like, <laughs> what, who are you gonna, what are you going to do? Kill me? You gonna do, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you want this ult- You want this God of Destruction power or not? Um, so, I think that is... I think it's, it's time to move past the point of the post-Z thing. That's what I think it is. I think okay. I think it, it, it might be time. They're, con- they're continuing to go up to that line of like, okay, they've been stretching Especially super. with Ghost and Trunks being older now. Absolutely. I think it's just time. You can go between whatever happened in Z and GT and kind of tell that story or whatever, how many amount of stories that you want to tell. And maybe not include Goku or have Goku fly in at some point mm. or something along those lines. But I think we're past the point of like, yo, we can go past the Z now. Like we can tri- trickle. We can go a week after that tournament and kind of see what happens, like yeah, something, yeah. Um, and 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 build from there. And you can just like tell a new story. I mean, we saw the end of Z and how everyone kind of looked and everyone looked older and stuff like that. Like you can kind of, we can tell that story. Like we can shape that story into something a little bit newer and not have to kind of like, you don't have to feel like you're way down at the fact like, damn, everyone is old AF now. Like you can Duh. say like, they can still, they still do their thing. I'm going to be so mad when it's like, Broly just became a galactic patrolman. <laughs> that's, some, that's something that y'all wouldn't put it past him. Like, <laughs> like that's how they explained how he was never around ever again. Or like that's how they, or erase their memory or some shit, pull another boo and then like, Hey, you interacting with the gods and stuff. It never happened. I can see that shit happening. Like Toriyama's baby is that peaceful, that peaceful arc saga. That little, that nice little last two chapters of Dragon Ball. Like I don't think he ever. Like if there is a anything moving past that particular arc, it'll be a one-off thing, and that's it. I don't see him agreeing to what well, him working on anything that's a time skip towards that last chapter. I don't think he'll ever touch that. I'm thinking interesting. I, I really think so. Because if it would have happened, he would have done it already. He had an ample amount of time to do so. Yeah, well, you know, Super's been gone for a minute now outside of the movie. So we we going to see, man, because I mean we already know the next arc is on the way for the manga, right? We already know the next movie's on the way. This is not a train that's ever gonna stop. It's, it's a lifetime franchise. You think One Piece is forever? Dragon Ball is forever too. Yeah, the money's different mm-hmm. nowadays too. For you just gotta see what Toei Toei yeah. and Shueisha is on because, like I said, Toriyama as far as like giving major input, I don't, I don't think he can give a shit. Like you'll tap into his shit. Like you'll give like some ideas, but he's not being heavily invested with any of that. Like that's gonna be a full on toy thing. So let's see what direction they go with that. Either way, man, listen, I already know two years from now, it's going to be just another subs, lie, dubs, lie, lookout crossover for Dragon Ball Super Baby's Revenge or whatever the hell they're going to give us, man. Baby's back. We're going to be on our GT Hive shit. Like, somebody got to defend it. (laughs) So why not us? Dragon Ball Super. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's like the baby. Bring back already for it, people man. not going like that. Why is Vegeta been running out of the plot? You know what I'm saying? Let's not. Let's work around that. One oh. short thing, I'm sure uh, Vegeta and Goku will be back for the next one. I'm almost certain. Oh, oh hell yeah. yeah! Like especially if this shit gets any terrible reception. I don't know how it is in Japan, but I'm pretty sure like this is like a one time thing. 
regardless of the fact. But if it gets a bad backlash, you won't, you won't even see these motherfuckers mm-hmm. go on and pick Let's up. see how it does in the States. I hope it yeah. does good. Definitely hoping for a big reaction, considering it's not being marketed as strong as, say, like Dragon Ball Super Rolly. But hopefully the Dragon Ball heads all show up and show out for the showings, man. But, yo... With that, all that said, I'm really glad to have had y'all on with us this week, Mills and JG, man. Of course. This has man. been so great getting to talk over this. Look, in my opinion. The GOAT. GOAT. The GOAT. The GOAT movie. The GOAT. It's the GOAT Dragon Ball movie. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, this is, this is Dragon Ball. This it's is what it's supposed to be. This is Toriyama with like no limiters on him. Like, this is no editor telling him, hey, stop that shit. This shit sucks. Or, Sliders all the way up. Like yeah, this is like, want. hey, this is my movie. This is my vision. This he's on his full, full creative control shit, and it you really saw how it is with him being not told what stinks or what doesn't stink. Like you got Piccolo as a main, a viable main character in the movie. Come on, did Special, you think yeah. that would happen a decade ago? Never. Hell no. At Shit, as a fan of current like Dragon Ball Z back then, if you would have told me Piccolo's ever getting a movie, I'd have laughed at you. So it's funny and interesting how they really made a movie with Saiyans being the least of our issues in this shit. So hey, for that, Mac is a goat for me, on top of it just being completely like a really good story, family friendly. Uh the replayability of this movie is going to be up there like a motherfucker. Like, I can yeah. I'm going to run this back a bunch of times. Hell yeah. Easily. So, Mules and JG, what y'all got next as we still at the summer at Kame House, man? Mm-hmm. So, summer's damn near over. I think we've been, we've been burning daylight on this island for three months at this point. A little bit. Yeah. Someone's saving. food on the island still. Yeah, the fan. We ain't got nothing, bro. We ain't got nothing left. I'm going to the store for y'all, man. All we got left. So this week we're supposed to do Tokyo Ghoul. Tokyo Ghoul will come next week. Um, And then after that is our first viewing, first kind of talking ever on the network of One Piece. So we've never talked about One Piece before. Um, We're covering the East Blue Saga of it. So we're talking about that. It'll be interesting and taking it back to the early prehistoric days of One Piece before <laughs> it became thousand episodes later, it yeah, became yeah, whatever yeah. it was. So it'll be interesting to talk about that. <laughs> Why are you laughing, D? Man, <laughs> with respect. No, with respect. Like like it's it, it's hilarious, but it's gonna be good. Let's see. Big old journey you guys are taking on. Yeah, I'm not taking hey, the full man. journey now. Oh, <laughs> down, please, please don't waste your time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, just, I'm just taking a few steps, man. A few steps. Oh, but I got man. For You're taking yeah. the best part. Right? Absolutely. So we're going to be doing that over the next couple of weeks. But if you want to listen to our episode this week, once again, we talk to um, the cast of Dragon Ball Super Superhero. So you can make sure to listen to that episode yes, this yes. week and get your fill. It's a great discussion. We got a couple other people on the line. Um. Yeah. So make sure to tune into that episode as well. Superhero week on the lookout, man. Gotta love it. Well, as always, man. Love having y'all on. Can't wait till the next time. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Until next time, though. Subs lie. Dubs lie. We don't. We out of here.